Hey, girl. Grab your headphones. You know I'm not that friend that you can have on the speakerphone. <laughs> this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast, and I am Kendra, also known as Yo Fly Auntie. This is a space for the grown folks, so sit back, relax, and get ready for takeoff, baby, because we are about to be fly. It ain't about a midlife crisis, but it's all about midlife flyness. Let's go. Hey, girl, it's Kendra, and this is the Yo Fly Auntie Podcast. Welcome, 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 honey. Come on in. Come on in. Put your puss, your pocketbook, put your pocketbook down. How are you? How are you? I took a little pause for the cause last week. You know what the cause was? Moving. <laughs> Moving, y'all. You know, no one ever wants to like jump out and like get into like a a big old move. But then when you're moving, when you have family and uh, I have young kids and, and all of the things and mama was like, you know what? Something's got to give. And you know what wasn't going to give? Me. And as much as I talk about self-care and self-awareness and self-advocacy, right? What do you have to do to advocate for yourself? Do what's right for yourself without apologies, right? So if you missed me last week, I know you went back and we like, mm, I don't know what's going on, but I know my girl. So something is going on and you know what I'm gonna go back and do? Listen to some of these other podcast episodes and, and get in here and get some notes and do some things for myself. And I show sure appreciate it because guess what says when you do things for yourself and don't offer an explanation, <laughs> it is the clearest sound sign of boundaries. I had an uh, incident that occurred recently and someone asked me to do something and I did it. And they went, then they asked me for more and I did it, but I was starting to get a little annoyed. Right. And then I, uh, they asked for me to do something again and I said, no. And it wasn't like, I'm sorry, I won't be able to do this because and on and so on and so forth. I offered my straight up full sentence. No, I said, no, best of luck on your project. Peace. <laughs> now I know that might kind of be kind of raw. And, and I think that sometimes for me, it just, it's, it's situational, you know, it's situational, but when someone crosses those boundaries with you, if it's personal, you, you know, you might require a little more finesse. If it's business, I think that is definitely a space in which you could be a little more straightforward, depending on where you are in your career. If you're working for others or if you have clients that you work for or partner with, it may be a little different, but certainly worth considering because of all the things that are your resources that you may get some kind of return on or this or that or the other, what you ain't never going to get back is your motherfucking time. You're not going to get your time back. And I don't uh, suffer fools, especially when it comes to wasting my time. So I am getting clearer with my boundaries as a uh, 50 is, is getting, it's starting to feel good. I mean, you know, I'm <laughs> It's starting to feel 
Yes, you look comfortable, look comfortable. It's only been a couple of months, but you know, don't take long. Mm-hmm. You know when you you in a zone, don't take long when you get in that zone, right? So what is going on in the internet streets? Um, it's, you know, what is an ongoing thing for me and continues to be, and I'm going to continue to shout this from the rooftops, y'all. I have a super duper humongous problem with the way that black women over the age of 40 are portrayed in media. I have a huge problem with our young sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews and family and friends with this word old that it's thrown at you like it's a slur or you hear it in conversation as though it's a slur. And I I have such a problem with it is because we're supposed to respect everybody else's isms, you know, and they should be absolutely, you know, draw a line around racism, draw around the line around sexism, you know, no phobias. We're not doing no homophobia. We're not doing no transphobia. As we learn, we grow, right? We're not bouncing and, and cutting folks off because of what they believe in their religions. Why does that line stop at age? I don't know. I think fat shaming and age are the last two bastions of foolishness that we need to cave in, but specifically around black women. The marginalization of our voices is just something that I can't tolerate. I just, I absolutely cannot tolerate it. And so this space has always been about that, about amplifying what's going on with the the midlife blindness, okay? Honoring all of our things, understanding that they are not crisis, they are flyness, that those transitions that people are looking at you and like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I think auntie having a midlife crisis. Like, no, auntie is finally showing up as her full and whole grown ass self. And guess who you get to me? <laughs> your real auntie, <laughs> your real sister, your real wife, your real mom. You get to meet this person who has navigated often to her detriment uh, in many spaces, holding emotional baggage that she wanted to keep herself safe and not show who she truly was, right? And you got to benefit from that. You as the collective you, not necessarily you personally, but if it is you personally, then, you know, you might owe auntie uh, somebody uh, a conversation of which you can go back and learn from. That's a blessing. Um, so yeah, that, that is, that is still st- sticking in my crawl, sis. That is sticking in my crawl. It's sticking in my crawl. This past week was Father's Day. Uh, this past Sunday was Father's Day. My father is an ancestor now. So I am, according to the internet, an adult orphan. Um, so my mother and father are, have passed from this earthly realm, but it was a beautiful, beautiful thing to be able to see my husband and my sons get a chance to spend time together. And the only thing, the only thing my husband wanted for Father's Day was to rest. What have we, did COVID do that to us, y'all? That everybody is like, you know what? That was cute, doing all those things and all that stuff. And, you know, normally on Father's Day, dads end up getting something that they probably have to put together or whatever. And he was like, you know what I would like for Father's Day? I would like a solid nap, 
Um, perhaps, uh, if you would like to go to the spa and we can all get our, our feet did or something like that, that's cute. And, uh, dental, mm-hmm. that's all, that is all, but a blessing to be able to see that and to see him and the boys, you know, kick it and, and be fellas and do all the things that dudes do. And that has pretty much been it going on in my world. What's been going on in your world, sis? What's going on? Have you been reading any books? Any books that are coming across your summer reading? Octavia Butler, uh, The Parable of the Sower. Well, both the parable tales have popped up in uh, in my reread. Um, they're so prescient. I mean, Octavia Butler. I just, so many words that could be used to describe her. But reading her books now, <laughs> you're just like, so you saw what is coming? sense like you saw everything you saw you saw everything you just yeah so octavia octavia is, is is um it's literature i mean it's good it's deep um it's it can be dark if you're not in a space where you are willing to allow yourself to that you don't want to feel that i would say that's probably not for you and ain't nothing wrong with that if you would like your summer reading to be light and fresh and mimosa and cute on cake and nothing wrong with that either. I uh, had a couple of book suggestions. I'm reading uh, Lovey Ajayi, the do raw, I'm sorry, the, the guide to the do better manual. Uh, you remember Lovey's uh, first book was the side eye book. Gosh, am I, am I saying Lovey's book wrong? I hope that I am not. Um, yeah. So Lovey has been on my list and what else have I been reading? Because I, I do a lot of rereads and that is, that's not my thing. So that was her first book. The second book was Professional Troublemaker. Sorry, lovey. But Professional Troublemaker, I love <laughs> Lovey so much. And, uh, you know, Lovey is another person that you, if you listen to her or follow her on social media, she is one of those people that you will walk out the door feeling like you could just kick the door in and just be like, okay, so who want it? <laughs> because if you want it, you can get it. I am amped up on my own shit today. I can come through here and make it pop, pop, pop. So that is what's been going on in my neck of the woods. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's summertime, so not a whole lot of that. And, well, unless you want it to be. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the, that was and why it had to have a deep voice to it, but you know, go with it. <laughs> so that is it on my end in my cup. Oh, fuck it this week. What's in it? Hmm. I don't know. Probably just some more, some, I'm, I'm going with my husband's. I would like to say fuck it to not resting. And I would like to put in my cup of fuck it, the anti-rest movement that people have going on. And shout out to the nap ministry for all their banging ass quotes and inspiration. If you're not following them, I'm certain that I've mentioned them on this podcast before. Follow the nap ministry they say that rest is reparations and in in and and beyond that in understanding that our ancestors our recent ancestors listen i've said i've talked about rest like five times on this podcast um that understanding rest as a form of restoring all of the physical mental spiritual and emotional uh labor that was extracted from us for free Oh, high on the hog. Have y'all been watching? Did you watch that series? 
amazing for so many reasons. So many reasons. But if you have Netflix or you have access to some of the Netflix, I highly recommend High on the Hog. And one of the things that made it so beautiful, it was t- the, the, the series is about Black American food, African American food starting in Africa. So normally they, you know, those things that'll be a little cursory conversation about Black people and their input as far as food in the culture um, from across the diaspora. They started in Africa, in Benin, and went to South Carolina, where 40 to 60% of enslaved African people landed and talked about how the foods there came here and they stuck the things that were that even though lots of people that were stolen didn't speak the same language didn't have the same religion but were able to bond around creating food one of the young uh, gentlemen that was on there I'm sorry I don't remember his name but he said that African-American black people's food is the only food that we chose to not call Italian not call you know, German, we call it soul food, something that you feel that is intangible. It is in your soul. Beautiful, 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 beautiful effort. Please check that out. Uh, that's not in my cup of fuck it, y'all. You can have a big cup of that. Don't, don't fuck it. Just a big cup of it. <laughs> don't say fuck it to that one. A big cup. Take that in. Highly, highly recommend that. Check that out, y'all. And before we pop on into something new and exciting, let's check out who is remixing it. Ooh, girl, I know you didn't think that was all. Look at all the amazing things that you've done. Now it's time for you to do what you do. It's the remix, boo. This is the remix. Y'all know what it is. Every week we talk about somebody who is out there popping it, locking it, dropping it, flipping it, remixing it, showing us how to smack it, flip it, rub it down in the midlife of things, right? Right in the midlife of things. I mean, now listen, it could be midlife and past. It could be a little bit under. It could be whatever. I'm shouting out all y'all out there doing the damn thing. But this week I'm gonna talk about Row Girl because Row Girl and I met probably about four or five years ago. Love her, loved her immediately. Gave Row Girl a shout out probably at the beginning of this this uh, podcast, I do believe, because it's, gosh, guys, we're going in on a year. Can you believe it? Um, gave Row Girl a shout out because she, during the pandemic, was flexing out there for the 50 and over, over on the internets and the intertubes of the TikTok of it all, managed to flip that thing and turn it into thing thing and started an online, um, series with Country Wayne. And she did some things with Fred Hammond. And this past week, Rolanda, Rolanda released her own line of sunglasses. This is what I'm talking about. She started out as a realtor and I do believe Ro might still be involved in real estate, but that's what we do. Multi, multi-hyphenate, shape-shifting amazingness right? in the middle of what's supposed to be your midlife. It's just the switch up of things and the grown, the grown, that grown woman have a growl to the grown woman of it. Some Tony the Tiger grown <laughs> that you are out here doing the damn thing. And so this week, 
shout out to Rolanda Rochelle, who is a remix champion, twice mentioned here, but I just wanted to say that that is a so, so bossy move. Because sunshades, you need them, especially for when the haters be hating. They're not haters, guys. They're just not fans yet. You're converting them or not. Everybody ain't meant to be your friend, but you can't have some shades on to stun on them. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 <laughs> what's the poppin' topic, what's the poppin' topic, what's the poppin' topic this week, it's cute, and it's simple, it ain't cute, you all do cute, what is the popping topic this week, it is staying in your magic, ooh, that mean kind of akin to staying in your lane you've heard of that before staying in your lane staying in your magic similar right stay in your magic well I've had some occasions recently that there have been things that I've been doing for years now that are just starting to bear fruit right and because they have been things that I've been working on for a while oftentimes from the outside, I think looking in, it might look like I'm, I might have been doing something that's just totally off the wall and crazy. But I understood that it was something that was placed in my heart to do. It was my magic. It was something that I was uniquely called to do. And only I, in this capacity, not the only person on earth in the world that could do it, but in the capacity in which I am doing it now, have been able to do it. And to reach the people that I was supposed to meet and reach, correct? Like you, you're listening right now, right? And maybe you've turned the YoFly Auntie podcast on. You've ch- ch- uh, shared it with one of your girlfriends. Y'all have had some kikis and some hee-hees and some heartfelt conversations over some of the things that we've discussed here. But most of the time, it is me rooting for us. Rooting for us. I am a very strong proponent. And ain't nobody going to root for us, cheer for us, do for us like us. Period. City girls style. Period. <laughs> I'm from, from South Florida, so I can switch it up. It can be professional period or it could be period. Um, <laughs> period. But yes, yeah, staying in your magic. The things that in your mind may seem Like, oh, if I say this, oh, if I start doing this, oh, if I start participating in blah, 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 people won't understand it. Well, that is because it's yours. It's not theirs. They're not supposed to see it. They're not supposed to understand it. And you might not even understand it or fully see it yourself. So when I started uh, the, the, the brand Yo Fly Auntie, it really was a response to back to what I said at the beginning of this podcast in response to the ageism that is prevalent throughout society, but specifically heaped upon black women the mammyism, the uh, the even the auntieism of you you know the marginalization of women that comes once your uh, a, a reproductive years are over, and it's just so weird because just because you're a woman doesn't mean you want to have kids, right? Just because you can 
do something doesn't mean that you want to. Just because you might want to doesn't mean that you can. Doesn't mean that your worth is less because you are not a part of wanting to have children or wanting to do things that women are typically associated with. And it starts super early and we carry those messages from the world in our hearts and our minds. And they really do cause us to navigate in a way that is often counterintuitive to what we feel that we should be doing. I know that that is a hundred percent true for me. And so to claim these spaces requires a bit of magic, right? Requires a bit of Claiming something for yourself, staying and stick to it with it, sticking to it. And it also requires a, a, a little bit of finding your own community. So how do you stay in your magic? How do you stay in your lane? How do you create your lane? Because sometimes that is what we're doing, correct? So how do you do that? First of all, number one, show up as your authentic self, as authentic authentic as you absolutely can. Sometimes in different environments, you might not be able to show up as, as authentic as you would like to, you know, you might have to go switch a bit. Pause. Are y'all having, that's me pausing. Are y'all having a difficult time with the code switch back into the work environment? Because honey, (laughs) the zoom meetings that have actually turned into real meetings, like people want to meet you and you, you know, been at home with your pot, with your family, with your crew. You mostly been talking to people who you want to talk to. Who that switch back and forth is turned into a monster. But guess what? A lot of it, I feel as though I don't want to get rid of it. And I think it's a really good time for you to kind of figure out how much you can navigate bringing some more of your authentic self into whatever spaces that you're in and let people learn how to fucking adjust. They must. They must. We can't continue and and we absolutely cannot continue to go forward by having ourselves be smaller. Take up some more space. Take up some more space. It's a lot of space. Take up some more space. So at the end of that rant. But yes, find a way to show up in your as your more, most authentic self. That's number one. Number two, find your people. Find them on the internet. Find them in IRL, in real life. Find your people. Find people who will support whatever it is that you want to do. It doesn't have to be a gang of folks. It could be one gang. It could be one folk, right? That help you to feel supported, seen, and edify you in what you are doing. Number three, always write it down. It might not be a write down that you write down, like physically write it down. You could use your notes app or whatever app on your phone. Sorry, Samsung users. I don't know what y'all have. Um, (laughs) No, no shade. Samsung has great products. Uh, Write it down. Okay. And number four, Number four, start creating it, start creating it, start small steps, small steps, start creating it, start putting it together, start putting it out there, start making yourself say it out loud, huh? Start making yourself say it out loud and you will find that it will start coming to you. And I think the beautiful thing about being a midlife flyer, 
being flat in midlife is that you realize you don't have a bunch of fucking time to waste. You don't have a bunch of time to waste dealing with other people's thoughts, feelings, opinions, and all of those things. It also makes you very pointed in how you go about the things that you do. So authenticity, find your people, write it down, find your crew uh, and, and start putting it out there. Yeah. Stay in your magic. Ooh. Wait, girl, hold up. I can't let you leave without something to take home. Let me get you some aluminum foil. So this week's take home bag is brought to you straight and, and straight fresh and uh, showing up at the oven of my, my whole life. <laughs> Allow yourself some grace when you transition from one space to another one says. Yeah, transition is, is tough and challenging, but also exciting, right? Even if it's a transition that you didn't ask for, hmm. even if it's something that has come your way that you're like, I actually don't want this <laughs> and I don't like it. And it feels very uncomfortable, but we all have lived long enough to know that on the other side of that, it might not be the day, it might not be tomorrow. It might be some years from now, God willing, that with that transition comes a newer, stronger more evolved and amazing version of yourself. You will be so proud of the woman that you become. Look back at the woman that you were, the young woman, the girl. She is clapping for you. She's so thankful. I'm thankful for her for surviving. And I know she's looking at me and thanking me for that she survived in order for me to thrive. Those transitions can be so difficult and so I want you to take this home as um, some warm tea, not necessarily like something hot out the oven, but a little bit like a lavender tea or a chamomile tea, a chamomile tea and a nice candle, right? That you take this in, that transitions, re- re- they really need and rely on grace and that you allow yourself, that you afford yourself the opportunity to transition with grace. Mm-hmm. Hey, the clock on the wall says that's all y'all but you know it's never goodbye just see you later this is kendra and this is the old fly auntie podcast i always have so much fun when we are kicking it hey all those things together i hope you've been listening to the podcast while you're driving on the beach enjoying this nice summer weather honey tell a friend tell a friend to tell a friend to listen, rate, subscribe, and review. In a couple of weeks, I'm going to share some exciting news with you, but I'm going to be back next week. So I'll see you then, boo. (laughs) Bye-bye.